Ah, Podlers, thank you very much indeed for downloading. Coming up on the show, one listener tells us all about those lockdown haircut disasters that have befallen so, so many. When I noticed she was coming in from a side angle uh, with the shaver Ooh. and the maniacal <laughs> laughing started, uh, <laughs> did begin to regret the decision somewhat. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. Good morning. It is Tuesday. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I welcome many of you to what can only be described as lockdown day 100. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Matt, Emma and Glenn, many of us have made it to 100 days of lockdown. Matt, let me cross live to you in your homestead. How are you feeling about this breaking news? Well, it's flown by, hasn't it? I'm sure we can all agree. (laughs) Every day the same. Amazingly, on the 100th day of lockdown, I've just done a test for the government for a proper survey they're doing to see if I've got COVID-19. I was randomly selected to the first thing I've ever been randomly selected for in my life. And I've done a little swab, sent it off to a a courier, has then taken it to the Ipsos Mori lab. And I'm going to be part of the official government research. That is the worst prize ever. Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. I always wanted to do jury service when I was like a member of staff and and have like about a couple of months off on full pay and just go into the court. A couple of of months? How complex is the case? Some some of them them can go off. I was hoping for a big one. Is he involved in this? (laughs) You've got to hope for a big one. You don't want to go, you don't want to be selected just for like some shoplifting or something that is over in a day. You want to, it's got to be Hatton Garden at the very least. You've got to aim big and then you get that whole time. I'm off, but now I'm freelance. If I did get selected for jury duty, I'd just be losing money every day. It'd be horrendous. Yeah. I'd just say that. Yeah, guilty. We don't need to say anything else. Just guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get back think, to work. Come on. I think that's why the judicial system tends to choose carefully. <laughs> um, yeah. um, so, Matt Dyson, so you've given this swab to a courier. Yeah. It's been taken to a live television studio where Gina DeCampo is now hosting <laughs> ah, great. Uh, the swab results. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what if the so if the results come back positive? Does that mean you have to you're going to go beyond the 100 oh. days? Because you're one of the first people I knew I know, who yeah. went into self isolation because well, I'm Katie yeah. not unwell. Yeah, I don't know if I ever had it or we ever had it in the house, but we think we did. But I don't think I had it. But hopefully this test will show that I've had it and I won't get it again. But I've got no idea what it will show because I feel fine still at the moment. So as one of my oldest friends, you want me to say, fingers crossed, I hope you've had COVID-19. Is that what... Is that yes, yes. As soon as we get the results, as soon as we get the results, I'll update you right here on this show. <laughs> You'll hear them here first. Um, <laughs> first, I am after your original consideration, an idea or opinion produced by thinking or occurring suddenly in one's mind. The first one of those, brothers and sisters. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. On your Tuesday morning, I like to find out how the nation all feeling by asking you, what's the first thing that came to mind when you opened your beautiful eyes? Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk is the email address to send them. And Charlie's got in touch saying, Dave, I watched my dog chase his tail for 10 minutes and I thought to myself, wow, dogs are so easily entertained. And then I realised... I just watched my dog chase his tail for 10 minutes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's from Charlie. Uh, Jacob says, morning, Dave, morning, guys. Biting your tongue whilst eating is a perfect example ah. how, the, how you can still screw things up 
even with decades of experience. <laughs> well said, Jacob. Mm. Um, my first thought this morning was, um, and producer Will, hit, hit the sad music, something soaring. Now that's not sad. What's wrong with you? What is wrong? How does that represent sadness? <laughs> Try something. That's better. Here we go. My first thought this morning was, will Matt Dyson ever ring? <laughs> uh, so, um, Emma and Glenn, let me bring you into the pitch here. Uh, after we uh, said Arrivederci yesterday morning at 10, uh, you guys went, went about your days and, and I was recording the, um, the little adverts that play out telling everybody what's coming up on the following day show, this show in fact. And uh, Matt Dyson was still on the line with me and uh, he said, I'll call you later on. Just out of the middle of nowhere. And I was like, yeah, yeah, oh, is everything all right? He said, I'll give you his link, ring this afternoon. I was like, oh, why? He said, just because we haven't had a chance to like talk one-to-one, -one, we'll catch up. Well, well I waited by my phone all afternoon. I didn't even treat myself to a cold Peroni because I wanted to be coherent when the Dysonator rang my mobile. I felt like a competition winner that he was going to be getting back to me, only for me to receive a text at like 10 past oh, seven in the evening saying, sorry, didn't call mate about to do family movie night bye so <laughs> I had a busy day Dave was worried that I was quitting or something it's like is everything okay why do you want to yeah. chat out of the blue like this it's really weird but I realised the only time we've had a chat during this 100 days of lockdown is when we had a, um, we mocked up a chat for that podcast I was doing loving the time of corona with my wife <laughs> and we had a chat then but that wasn't for, that wasn't for real I just feel like no. we, we've been neglecting each other as friends and not I'm really speaking. Well, I'm only speaking during the show every day. So. The thing is, Matt, that is a lovely, lovely thought, but you've got to back it up with actually. I know, me. I know. You that's the trouble. You make these worthless. plans, and then you get sidetracked, and the kids <laughs> get in the way. You know, life gets in the way. So I will call you this week. I'm going to make this it a surprise. Week? Look how funny yeah. that is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I'll call you straight after the show. I'll call you this week. Oh, oh thank no. you so much. I am honoured. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. You get selected by the government for a COVID-19 test and you think you're the queen of Sheba. Unbelievable. Uh, right, keep your first thoughts coming. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. More on the way. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning, which means it's time to harvest your first thoughts here on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. And Vicky says, if someone asks you for directions to the beach... Technically, you could point in any direction and be right. Thank you for that, Vicky. Um, <laughs> Emma Jones, yeah. uh, let me bring you in here. What was your first thought this morning? Well, I need you to solve uh, a problem for me because uh, at the weekend, I, as I often do, I made my husband a breakfast and he always has peanut butter on toast. But I made him pe peanut butter on toast with butter underneath the peanut butter. Uh, and, uh, and he questioned that. And I would always they? have butter and peanut butter. But he was like, you don't need double butter. Just peanut butter will do. Yeah. Um, I, I would just go for peanut butter as well. I'm with Stefan on this one. Yeah. I know, I'm with, I'm with uh, Jonesy as a lover of dairy. Because uh, it's called peanut butter, but it's not actually butter, is it? It's just mushed exactly. up peanuts. So you still need butter on the toast as a base layer, and then you add whatever right. you want on top. Oh, don't get me wrong, I would like butter as well as peanut butter, <laughs> but I don't for my own safety. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, okay. Am I just really unhealthy? I don't think it's that unhealthy, <laughs> is it, really? But then put some jam on top of it, that's why, that's why I go the whole hog. 
Didn't you tell me recently that there's a new product on the jar shelves, which is peanut butter and Marmite mixed in together? Yeah. Yes. A dream combination. Oh, that is literally a combination. I have, I am yet to try that. Would you have butter, peanut butter and Marmite on the same piece of bread, Emma? Let me ask you that. I'd have, I'd have butter, honestly, with anything. Okay. It can only, butter, it can only yeah. improve it. Man, oh yeah. I'm addicted to Lurpak. Oh, seriously, it's the one oh. thing I'm addicted to in life. Country life over here. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's when you say things like this on air, Matt, that's why you never get selected for jury service. They don't give people those kind of terrible afflictions to, to make the right decision. How can you decide if someone is guilty or not guilty that's if true. you have a crippling addiction to Lurpak? Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. Uh, Clay, what was your first thought this morning? Uh, my first thought this morning was, uh, she's left me. Um, because I, I woke up at about three in the morning. I woke up, no, don't worry, this isn't, this isn't how I would tell you, don't worry. Um, I woke up at about three in the morning and my girlfriend wasn't, wasn't in the room. And uh, my immediate assumption, I don't know why, because uh, I, I knew for a fact she was working late on something and was going to be wor- working well into the early hours. But my initial, like, real pure logical thought was, oh, she's she's left in my in my in my rubbish car. She's just she's just gone. But then I felt really bad that my second thought was, oh, I got the whole bed to myself. I haven't had that in any like, <laughs> and I really sort of weighed it up in my head. And obviously, you know, it was it, when she returned to the room, it was it was better. And I cannot stress that enough, Katie. But um, <laughs> just just for a moment, I just remembered what it was like to be to have a whole bed. Yeah. That was remarkable. That's great, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I oh, love it's, that. It's, it's an absolute dream. When Evangeline was born, Sarah Jane uh, wanted to and insisted upon sleeping um, in the same room as the baby, which was lovely for, for mother and baby to bond in that way, and it was something that kept Sarah Jane's mind calm during those night hours. But yes, Glenn, it meant I got the whole bed to myself for... What was about six glorious months. Oh, six oh, months. Yeah. So if you jealous. go back and listen to like um, the podcast just 18 months ago, they're the best shows I've ever done. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there has to be a link between the two, surely. Yeah, um, right, keep your first thoughts coming. Please do. The email address you use is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. There's more of those on the way, plus news of how you could be winning an incredible £100,000. And Matt Dyson has your social ammunition. That's next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning, where, as promised, it is time for your social ammunition. Everything that's going on in the digital world brought to you in one bite-sized piece by Matt Dyson. Matt, what's going on out there? I have some bird news for you this morning. Uh, Twitter is rife with bird news. There's a video from uh, somewhere in Europe in a piazza uh, where a seagull is seen devouring a gigantic rat. It catches the rat. It's amazing. It's disgusting. Have you seen it, Emma? Yeah, it's great. The seagull catches the rat, just tips tips its neck back, gets the whole rat in its beak and oh. swallows it. It's just uh, unbelievable, but quite uh, quite rank. That I haven't seen that. that. I didn't, is it weird? I didn't know that seagulls ate rats. I didn't. No, so I they, didn't either. So a seagull could technically I think eat, like, they eat a kitten, anything. couldn't it? Like eat a cat. Yeah. It could, yeah, it could eat a kitten. Um, I think yeah, they, they eat whatever they can this find. This is like scaremongery. Yeah. This is like American <laughs> radio in Texas, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, everybody. There's seagulls out there. They're going to eat let them out of the house. Don't let them out of the house. This is anti-seagull cat juice. Get it now on my website exclusively. 
Johnson.com. Go Trump! Well, you say that, though, Dave. Further yeah. on down the thread of this seagull, uh, another video posted by Nature is Metal uh, shows a, a great black-backed gull swallowing a whole rabbit, which is even fatter Jeez, than the, the rats. So what have you been giggling? No, these just came to my attention. I didn't Larger animals fitting inside smaller animals. You should see the, the fat rabbit go. You can see it's like a cartoon where you can see it going down the the animal, the bird's neck. It's just insane. Uh, so yeah, there's the seagull uh, swallowing the rat. As as someone called Gary said on Twitter, the rat symbolises my plans. The seagull is 2020. This year is swallowing all of our gigantic rats. And then there's another. Here's a fact for you. This is an amazing fact to end the social ammo on today from someone called Stu Nugent, uh, who found out that penguin in Mandarin Chinese is literally business goose. That's what it, that's what the translation wow. is. A penguin is a business goose in like a suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea. Yeah, the existence of a business goose implies the existence of a pleasure goose as well. <laughs> oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> the existence of a pleasure goose is the greatest podcast. And to celebrate giving away the biggest amount of money we ever have, we're going to be playing a little game of What's Biggest? So all you need to do, team, is tell me which of these three things is the biggest. I hope you're playing along at home. This is just for fun. And we start this morning with round one. And you need to tell me which is the highest. Oh. Three big bends, the Eiffel Tower to the tip, or two London eyes, which is the biggest? Oh. Hmm. Uh, I feel like the Eiffel Tower on its own is smaller than two London eyes. I isn't think. It? I think, I think London eyes yeah. might be the biggest. That seems to be big. The biggest big Ben to me. is quite small. Yeah. Definitely yeah. in comparison to the other two. Yeah. Like a Tinder I, profile. Yeah, my immediate thought was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just bear. medium, medium bear. <laughs> yeah. Stand next to yeah, a yeah. post-pop for something yeah. so I can gauge that's all you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, so, unless this is a trick question, isn't Big Ben just the clock? Ah, right, so that's definitely, or is that's this definitely just, the smallest or, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Big, Big um, ben, I, think, I, think I think it's, it's two London is, eyes. I ben, I think so. it's the bell, but you're right to ask that, Glenn. I think That's this it. is crazy Sorry, we, we are talking about uh, the, the yes. we're talking about the, the building, the building that houses Big Ben. Yes, yes. This I think it's St Stephen's Tower. Uh, yes, um, really? okay, so <laughs> the, <Eastern laughs> Towers, <laughs> the Eiffel Tower to the tip, or two London eyes. I think it's two London eyes. Two London agree. eyes. Yes, agreed. It's like we're playing bingo. Fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> um, three St Stephen's towers containing three big bends <laughs> is two hundred and eighty-eight meters. So it is not the biggest. 
The Eiffel Tower to the tip is 312 meters, making it the biggest, unfortunately, team 200. Oh, oh no. Only 270. So, in fact, the smallest. The smallest. Of the yeah. three options. Yes. Oh, that's embarrassing. What? That is embarrassing. Uh, Big Ben is 96 meters. Well, okay, St. Stephen's Tower is 96 meters tall. Uh, so, three times 96 is 288. The Eiffel Tower, measured all the way to the tip, is 312. And the London Eye is 135 meters. So, two of them is 270. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio, where it is your Tuesday morning, which also signifies for many of us, uh, uh, the team included, 100 days of lockdown. When you think of 100, you of course think haircut 100. So I thought I would dedicate a small part of the show to talking about our current hairdo situation. And on line one, we have David. Good morning, David. Morning, how are you? Very good, thanks for asking. Well, thank you for getting in touch. You're first through the doors this morning. And um, you have described your haircut as a monstrosity. And it was forced upon you by your darling partner. Um, what happened, David, that fateful day? Well, I won't say forced upon me. Uh, it was my decision, rather foolishly. Um, <laughs> uh, it became apparent that sort of my hair resembled uh, an ageing troll doll. Uh, <laughs> I, I was happy to keep the top in there, but, but I just really did need the back and side shaving. Um, my friend Catherine had put a tutorial video on Facebook showing how to blend or taper with a shaver. But my wife, Lauren, uh, steadfastly refused to watch it, insisting, nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> um, when I noticed she was coming in from a side angle uh, with the shaver Ooh. and the maniacal <laughs> laughing started, uh, <laughs> did begin to regret the decision somewhat. Um, I kept asking, have you blended it, Lauren? Stop laughing. Have you blended it? Um, she, she took a photo then and, and showed it to me, which my, a photo which my sister now refers to as a reverse fryer tuck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was one of my erotic dancer names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, David, you, you, is this the, so she's put in, like, effectively, she's put in one of the most beloved haircuts of the early 1990s, and you've got yourself a wedge. Yeah, so you've got longer hair at the front and then a wedge yeah. at the back, right? Yes, I, I chose wow. not to keep this wedge after doing it, um, and we did. We just did a number three all over. Right, and when was the last time you, you had a skinhead, David, or is this the first skinhead of your, your life? Uh, my friend Steve cut a big stripe through my hair in about 1999 while I was asleep. Um, <laughs> I, that, so that, was, that was forced upon me rather than my decision. Right, OK, so... <laughs> I mean, once wow. is unlucky, but twice, David. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. So 22 years since you've had a, a number three all over, once enforced by a friend while she was sleeping, the other why whilst your wife laughed and sh as she did this. Indeed. I even um, yesterday used a little bit of gel on the top just to to take me back to a few weeks ago when everything was normal. <laughs> just to feel human again. A little bit yeah. of that just to feel human again. Um, David, it's been lovely having you on the show. You've set up what I'm after perfectly. Send our love to the uh, demon barber of Seville that is Lauren, and we'll speak to you real soon. Cheers, David. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers, guys. Take care. 
Um, so there we go, that's what we're after. Uh, 100 days of lockdown means haircut 100, and uh, we want to know what's going on. Is it a disaster like David's? Matt, yesterday, um, let me bring you in here, you were saying that you're going to just keep going with yours, and I think I'm yeah. akin to doing yeah. the same. I think I'm just going to keep on growing it. Yeah, now it's gone long, I might as well expect carry on the experiment, keep it going for a bit longer. I mean, mine sort of goes curly at the back, it's sort of straight at the front, the top and sides, right. and then at the back, it's curly. <laughs> so it's a bit sort of like, it's a bit sort of Chris Waddley, it's a bit curly <laughs> But um, but in but, but you know in a way I look a bit like you know the Everton midfielder Tom Davis the the young man I mean I, I look the like young a... blonde surfer dude <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, but I'm like a really old version of, of Tom Davis Tom Davis dad <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so hang on you're, you're after 100 days you have literally got a business at the front party at the back do is that what yeah. you, is that what you've got Matt pretty much <laughs> oh I love it I love it I'm gonna keep going with mine as well. What about you guys? What's going on with the Barnet? Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning, and as we stare down the barrel of 100 days of lockdown, of course, haircuts come to mind when you say 100, and I want to know what's going on with yours. Um, Craig says, Dave, I tried to dye my hair silver the other day, and it went horribly wrong. I don't know what happened, but I'm ginger by nature, and I look more like one of the proclaimers as opposed to the silver fox I was aiming for. Uh, Claire says, I did my hubby's hair with nail scissors and a comb out of a cracker. Oh my God! How have they kept it for that long? Claire says, well, here we go, Glenn. Claire says it was actually not too bad as they were Waitrose crackers. So oh, high-end. Waitrose there, yeah. <laughs> high-end Christmas goods. Uh, keep them coming. We want to know what's going on with your hair as we hit 100 days of lockdown. It is your Tuesday morning. Send them in. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning, and as for many of us, this is also day 100 of lockdown. I wanted to focus on the hairdo and what on earth is going on up there. Not down there, up there. Um, and Adam's got in touch and he says, Dave, at the start of lockdown, my girlfriend Chloe, he very specifically names Chloe, uh, she cut my hair and it went appallingly. I've had to wear a cap throughout all of lockdown. She has since asked if she can do it again, and I have replied a firm no. I now don't even trust her to cut my turkey dinosaur, let alone my hair. Uh, and that's come from Adam. Um, interestingly, a, a grown man eating a turkey dinosaur, uh, yeah. something I am yet to try. Um, Matt Dyson, for a start, I can hear the kids are up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they need yeah. some quick. <laughs> They're demanding turkey dinosaurs. It's always nice to hear their shrills in the background of the show. I love it, and I'm going to miss them when we return to some kind of normality. Um, so, uh, Matt Dyson, just for everyone out there, and myself included in some way, what is a turkey dinosaur? Well, it's a Bernard Matthews product. Beautiful, beautiful Bernard Matthews. Basically, it's a chopped and shaped turkey with added milk proteins from cow's milk coated in breadcrumbs. Uh, so it's reshaped turkey. Uh, the product description on the website I'm on gives me the history of the Bernard Matthews Corporation as well. In 1950, he bought 20 turkey eggs in a second-hand incubator from a local auction in Norfolk. The rest is history. Oh, God, it's grim. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's well, just... Well, uh, they, take, they take this repurposed turkey meat and they shape it into a dinosaur. Into dinosaurs, yeah. 
Yeah, so kids will eat turkey meat. Uh, yeah, you really should. As a grown man, you shouldn't be eating turkey dinosaurs, I think it's fair to say. Um, yes, yeah, so, but also, Adam, it's probably wise, given that you've had to wear a baseball cap throughout the entire um, period of lockdown, you don't let your girlfriend Chloe near your hair again. Five words, five grand. Absolute radio with Wix. It's your Tuesday morning, where I think it's about time for another game of Five Words, Five Grand with Wix. And joining us this morning, hoping to get his hands on the cash, we have Ruben. Good morning, Ruben. Good morning, Dave. Lovely having you on the show. Um, you join us on day 100 of lockdown. Uh, that's what it is for many people. How's yours been, Ruben? Well, <laughs> it's not been too bad. We've been back at work for a few weeks now, so getting slightly back to normality. OK, well, I'm pleased to hear that you, you're getting back to something close to normality. And what we were talking about in the last section of the show is, is, is your haircut. How's your hair been looking during lockdown, Ruben? Oh, my hair's absolutely... This is a complete disgrace. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, harsh on yourself, Ruben. <laughs> What's happened with it? Has it grown downwards or outwards or upwards or in patches? Well, What's it's, going on? it's grown everywhere. <laughs> it is... It is everywhere. My dad calls. My dad says he, it looks like a mushroom on my head. So, um, <laughs> yeah. right, okay, okay. Uh, so, what part of your five thousand pounds, I presume, would go to a nice new haircut if you were to win today? Well, enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, which member of the team do you think is best suited to helping you get the five thousand pounds? I reckon. I reckon Emma. Oh, we've never had anyone think about it for that long, Ruben. There's yeah. a lot of pressure on yeah, there. Yeah, it's really oh, okay. nervous. Yeah. You've, you've gone for Emma. And, and vendors appointing. <laughs> Let's spin the random player generator and see who you've got. Five words, five grand. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Emma Jones. Ruben, you have got Emma Jones. Congratulations. A small victory early doors for you, uh, which means, Emma, <laughs> it's time for you to step away so you don't hear anything that Ruben is okay, about to say. Thank you. Ruben, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that comes <coughs> to mind. I'll then give Emma Jones the same five words. And if all five of those words were to match, you'd be winning £5,000. Your first word this morning is stop. Go. Tin. Can. Movie. Night. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Good that's answers, good. these. Good answers. Best. Wishes. And finally, hat. H-A-T, hat. Coat. Okay, Ruben, we have your five words. We'll get Emma back to play along. What's happening next? Five words, five grand. Absolute radio. Five words, five grand. Absolute radio. With Wix. It's your Tuesday morning. If you're just joining us, we are currently embroiled in a game of five words, five grand with Wix. Ruben has given us his five words, and Emma Jones has stepped back in to the arena of wording. Emma, are you ready? I'm ready. 
Good luck, Ruben. Our first word this morning was stop. Go. Correct. Yes. yes. We've gone yes. for start, so that's a, that's uh, a nice oh, one. Oh, yes, yeah. that's true. Tin. Can. Yes. Yes. Oh, opener. This is, wow, okay. <sighs> Movie. Star. Oh. oh. we got movie night. Movie oh, night, the movie right. star's very good. Um, what have we, Emma, what have oh. you got for best? Worst. No wishes and hat. Mm. Um, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> hat. Hat, 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 hat. I, oh, I can't think of anything. Love? Love. <laughs> <laughs> got another drum leg on our hands, everyone. It's a hat glove. It's a classic hat glove manoeuvre. Hats and gloves. Hats and we had, or hat and stand. It's when there's a string. It's a string from your top hat that goes down with mittens on, isn't it? And it goes through your hat gloves. Hat stand is the only one, really. Hat stand, though, we've gone for. Hat coat we had, yeah. Hat and coat. Hat and coat, yeah. Ruben, sorry, you've not won the money this morning, but it's been lovely having you on the show. Enjoy getting that first haircut and uh, we'll speak to you real soon take care my friends okay lovely thank you very much cheers Ruben bye now uh, so this means we go again tomorrow if you'd like to play five words five grand with Wix let me know via email my email address is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk five words five grand absolute radio it's your Tuesday morning, the warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Of course, we are but one breakfast show. However, we give you access to eight separate playlists. You can ask your smart speaker to, for example, play Absolute Radio 90s, which means you'll enjoy the show as hopefully you normally do. But all the songs you hear will be from that glorious musical decade. The same applies to the 60s, the 70s, 80s, the noughties. Download the free Absolute Radio app. That's another way of getting your hands on, as I like to say, all of that musical goodness. Now, you join us on another morning where we continue our search for the greatest member of the team with our self-isolation team challenges because it is lockdown day 100 for many of us. Now, before Matt and I took a week off, we took part in our eighth challenge and that was the five T-shirt test. Five T-shirts of uniform shape and size on top of one another, we were already wearing them. Who could remove all five in the quickest time? Well, Glenn absolutely smashed it and removed all five in just seven seconds. Glenn, I bet you look back on those as the glory days, don't you? They were heady days. I'm, I'm willing to just leave the team challenges now. Retire. I think we should all retire and just allow me to be crown champion. Um, I was very happy with a swift nine seconds, which means I can't allow you to retire just yet, Glenn. I think there's more to come. I was followed by Matt and Emma with 11 seconds and 13 seconds, respectively, which means the leaderboard currently looks like this. Glenn Moore, as he's just alluded to, is top with 28 points. Emma Jones is second with 22. I'm third with 16 and Matt is in last place at the moment with just six points yet to hit those double figures yeah I retired um, a while ago yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's five points for a win three points for coming second one point for third and zero for coming last 
And up next, I'm going to be prizing open the latest email sent to us all by the hyperbeast Womble executive producer Mark. We will discover the ninth lockdown team challenge. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's a Tuesday morning where, with trepidation, I am about to click open on another email from the Hypebeast Womble producer Mark. Contained within are details of our ninth lockdown. You ready, guys? Yes. 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 Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Dear team, welcome back, Dave. Welcome back, Matt. Thank you. Emma and Glenn, as you are. It's now time for me to reveal the ninth lockdown team challenge. Are we still technically in lockdown? Who knows? I don't know why this is just a train of thought that Mark started to enter into these emails for us. <laughs> Dear Diary, and that was when I realised, like the end of an episode of Sex in the City, that once my jumper unravelled, we would be in love forever. Um, <laughs> sorry, I digress. Uh, this morning, I present you with the Ambassador's Challenge. Oh, all together now. Five fully wrapped Ferrero Rochers. <laughs> devoured in the quickest time possible. All five must be unwrapped and eaten. Right, we're, not, we're not savages, Mark. We're going to unwrap yeah. them first, aren't we, guys? <laughs> yeah, we'll take it a bit and long, longer, if you <laughs> uh, To completion in the quickest time possible, the challenge ends when you present an empty mouth to the camera. I'm really <laughs> spoiling you with this challenge. Yours, the Hypebeast Womble exec producer, Mark. So, five Ferrero Rochers, five wrappers, Quickest time wins. We are, as always, going to upload the videos and the results to the Absolute Radio socials tomorrow morning, and then we'll find out who's won. Matt Dyson, how are you feeling about this? Um, I'm just not sure about tactics. Do you go individually or shove them all in your mouth at once? I'm not sure which will be the quickest. I don't really know. Oh, okay. Emma, mm. what do you think? I'm very happy about this one. It's a bit of a treat, isn't it? Bit of a treat. Glenn? I was thinking, could I potentially microwave them and just drink the mixture? But then I realised yes. I'd be messing in the microwave and it'll blow up my flat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I'd want to watch a video of that either. <laughs> so we could. Okay, so we've all got to go and buy for a Rocher, unless, guys, I mean, are you high rollers? Is this the kind of chocolate confectionery goodie you have laying around your houses? Not at the moment, no. no. I'm going to have to go out and get it. last, even if I did. (laughs) Okay, so we're all going to go and get some Freya Rocher. As I say, we'll upload the videos for the Ambassadors Challenge on the socials tomorrow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Well, for the rest of the week, we're going to be playing the occasional game of what's bigger, because, as I say, it's the biggest amount of money we've ever given to anybody. Now, in the first round of this, the team failed to identify that the Eiffel Tower to the tip is bigger than two London Eyes and three St. Stephen's Towers. So here's a chance for you all to redeem yourselves, guys. So, which is biggest? And in this context, we're talking longest. 20 all-new Renault Clios parked nose to tail. The length of the Wembley Stadium pitch or nine Routemaster buses parked again nose to tail. Which of those things would prove to be the longest? Um, <sighs> Hope you're playing along wherever you are. Right, this is uh, well, <laughs> this is horrendous, isn't See, it? See, as um, you know, guys, I don't write these, and I don't, I don't know if producer Will thinks I've got a deal going with Renault or something. But <laughs> <laughs> Twenty all new Renault Clio's part nose yeah. to tail. Yeah. I mean, surely, 20 surely the bus is twice the length. 
of a Renault Clio. If not three oh, times. If not yeah. four times. So not thrice, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. I think it's about four times as length of a How many Clio, buses is was it? It's nine new nine Routemaster new buses, buses. Park knows and, and, ju- and just, was it Wembley pitch? Just the pitch. The length of yeah, the Wembley Stadium just the pitch grass. and 20 Renault Clios. I just think, think how many seats you have from one end of the pitch to the other watching the game. And how many, and if those were all passengers in a car, it's got to still be the pitch. I think it's the pitch. It's it is a, it's a big old pitch, isn't it? Yeah. But then they do yeah, mention, I, they do, they always mention these things in the length of double decker buses. I know, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, uh, I think it's the pitch. Yeah, go with but Wembley pitch, sounds like the safest yeah. bet. Okay, um, just to let you know that 20 of the all-new, and may I just add, fantastic Renault Clios, Park <laughs> Nose to Town, I'm joking, Park Nose to Town, 81 metres. Nine new Routemaster buses, Park Nose to Town, 100.8 metres. The length of the Wembley Stadium pitch is 105 metres. Team, you're back in the game. Yes! It's back in the game. Wembley Stadium pitch. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's a Tuesday morning where exciting times are upon us because our good friends with DIY Benefits Wix, like everyone else in the UK, we want to recognise the fantastic work carried out by the UK's finest key workers. So every single day this week, I'll be speaking to a key worker and rewarding them with £1,000 just to say... Thanks very much indeed. So we had the Good Deeds Register. Think of this as the greatest deeds register, all thanks to Wix, who want you to do it right safely. Now, the first thing you need to do is head to absoluteradio.co.uk. Do that right now and nominate a key worker you think has gone above and beyond, and they could be winning the money. Or, of course, you can put yourself forward. It seems only right. And joining us right now on Line One, we have Emily. Good morning, Emily. Good morning. (laughs) Lovely having you on the show. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing quite well, thank you. Excellent. So please tell us, who are you nominating for a Wix fix and why? So I nominated my mum, Lucy, because she's always been a really generous person and it's kind of been highlighted during all this lockdown where she's been helping out at her care home. Um, She kind of brought the community together for one of the uh, residents' birthdays. She was turning 100, so wow. they were sending all sorts of cards that were made by kids and hamper packages and things like that for her. So it's been quite amazing, really. So she, she arranged for this resident who had turned 100 years old to get cards that she'd had made by local children in schools. Yeah, and in schools and gifts. things like that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, one of the words that leaps out at me from your email is the word Elvis Tribute Act. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so tell us a bit more. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure who arranged it, but I know that the, um, I think it was a mixture of the community and the, the home itself arranging it for her. So this lovely lady is turning 100 years of age. She's surrounded by gifts and cards made by the local community. And there's a, a strange man gyrating his hips in front of her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that okay, sounds well, about right. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a lovely way for anybody to spend their birthday, Emily. It really does. Um, yeah. It gives me great pleasure to say online too is your mum, the aforementioned Lucy. Hey, Lucy. She is. Hiya, how are you? Very good, thanks. So let's dig first of all, shall we, into this Elvis mystery. Who booked the tribute act? Right, it was organised by the home itself. Okay, well, that must have been a lovely thing. What was the name of the birthday girl? Um, her name was um, 
So I need to be careful what I say now. I'm going to call her Susan. Susan, OK. Yes. I won't, I won't dig any okay. deeper into that mystery. Yeah, OK, fine, fine. Um, so, so, <laughs> so uh, what goes on behind those doors of the care home? So, <laughs> that'd, um, telling, that'd be telling. Susan, in inverted commas. Um, it's such a big birthday, and it's been so difficult. Um, my, my beautiful, wonderful grandmother's in a care home at the moment, and I've not been able to go and see her. And it's been really difficult for me and the family. And I know it's been really difficult for her as well. And we've been sending her gifts and sending her cards and pictures yeah. of her great-grandchildren and trying to keep their spirits up. So it's a lovely thing that you're doing, Lucy. It really resonated with me. So you kind of reached out into the community and got children from a local school to make a load of cards and pictures and really must have brightened up where she was and brightened up her day. Yeah, basically what had happened is um, she'd had a FaceTime call with her son um, and her son's in America and he was saying to her, I'm really sorry we can't make it to your mum and you know it was really quite sad and I went home and cried to be honest. So I just done a Facebook page for the local community page and just asked for children if they could just to make a birthday card for Susan. And well, uh, the following morning my phone just didn't stop binging. It was overwhelming to be fair, overwhelming. What a lovely thing for you and for all the people who got involved to do. Um, Wix would love to give you £1,000 to say thank you for your incredible work on that and making it such a special birthday and for everyone else in the care home beyond that as well. So, Lucy, oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> and Emily, thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. We really appreciate it. That's all right. That. Thank, you. Oh, thank, thank you. That's our pleasure. Uh, Lucy, Emily, stay strong. We'll speak to you real soon. Thanks for tuning into the show. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much. Take care. Keep safe. Bye-bye. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye. Lots of love. Uh, and, of course, that was all thanks to our good friends with DIY Benefits. Wix, Head to absoluteradio.co.uk right now and nominate a key worker you think has gone above and beyond and you could be winning them or yourself £1,000. Wix, let's do it right. Safely. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio. Of course, one breakfast show with eight playlists. Go download the free Absolute Radio app, you crazy cats. Uh, now... Many of us are, well, we've landed on 100 days of lockdown. 100, haircut 100. Let's talk about haircuts. That was my train of thought earlier on this morning, and so many of you have got in touch. Matt Dyson, you have already said on the show you're just going to keep on going with yours. You're not going to get it cut. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing a lot of people, even though uh, barbers are about to reopen, it takes ages to get an appointment because they're going to be there's a massive backlog now. So some people are having to wait till August just to get a haircut anyway. So I might as well wait a bit longer. Well, why not? I, but I used to love when you'd come back from your barbers. I think his name was Giuseppe, was it? He'd always have a little bit of juicy gossip for you. He was like, oh, yes, oh, that was my old one. Man. Oh, yeah, that was so my old Italian barber. I've moved on now. I've got a, a lady called Lorna who supports Derby County. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's oh, it's a bargain haircut, tenor. Oh, yeah. really? Wow, yeah. okay. Um, Liz says, I was decorating over the bank holiday weekend we had during lockdown. I have very thick hair and it was a warm weekend. I went rogue and did a freestyle with the clippers with no guard to shorten it. Needless to say, oh. I hadn't bought the correct guards. And so my daughter tidied it up the next day. She said I looked like I'd been attacked by a wildcat. <laughs> I've, I, I mean, I've got, I've, I think effectively, I know this is happening to many of us, I've got a bit of a mullet going on at the moment. And yeah. 
that hot weather that we had over the weekend and I was off that week, I just had to keep scooping my own hair up at the back. So it's almost oh. got, I've got like a hair shelf going out the back. I can balance things on it. Like I could put a bottle of beer oh, wow. on the back yeah. of my mullet and walk it out into the garden to the chair. It's yeah. got, I mean, that's the only thing I want to do. If the weather stays nice and cool, I'm going to continue to grow my hair. As I said at the very beginning of lockdown, I'm, I want to have the hair of former Italy midfielder Perlo. It's oh, yeah. not really going that way. <laughs> it's so He's always been in such warm climes. How has he had such long hair and facial hair and not yeah. just felt itchy all of the time? Do you find yourself scratching yourself a lot, Glenn? <laughs> yeah, a bit. I find it's just getting... It, my hair is just getting in the way of my face at all times. Like If I'm in the shower now, it goes into my mouth. And also, I tried oh, to yeah. shave in the shower the other day and accidentally shaved off some of my actual hair ah. because it was dripping down <laughs> so much on my yeah, face. wow. <laughs> um, so there we go. We are all, it seems, experiencing uh, haircut nightmares during this time. It was so lovely of you to share with the group. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. As we play our final round of What's Biggest. Um, team, you got the first one of these wrong. You redeemed yourself in the last round. And now I want to know which one of these is biggest and more specifically, the tallest. Hmm. Richard Osman, Peter Crouch, Greg Davies. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, isn't it's not I Richard Osman. Richard Osman is, uh, is, is the same. Uh, yeah, six seven, and I'm certain Richard Osman's six foot seven as well. So I think oh, Greg right. Davies is like six foot nine. Really? Oh, do you? Wow. Yeah, I think Greg Davies taller is taller than, than both of them. He's the tallest. Yeah, Rick, He's taller than Rick, Crouch. Wow. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Peter Crouch is definitely six foot seven. That's like yes, well, that's the, well yeah, advertised. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I it think is. Richard Osman and he is either the same height or shorter. It has to be Greg Davies. Right. Okay. Yeah. Glenn, have you met Greg Davies? No, I've met Richard Osman. I have not met Peter Crouch. Okay. We should do this for the next one. Who have we met? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go Greg Davies then. Okay, you're going for Greg Davies. Well, I can tell you that Peter Crouch is 2.01 metres, which makes him six foot six, actually. Right. Oh. Ooh. Richard Osman is the same height, six foot six, and Greg Davies <sighs> is 2.03 metres. He is six foot seven. Oh, yes. Yes. So wow. exactly right. Greg Davies, six foot seven. He was a guest on the show and I, um, I'd been misinformed about his height and called him six foot six. And he went, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't you dare <laughs> shave an inch off me. A very proud <laughs> man is Greg Davies. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. That's it for you Tuesday morning. As always, I thank you for tuning in and I thank those of you who took the time to get in touch. You can continue to do so. My email address is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. We love how your minds work. Now, we leave you with another daily podcast. Um, Taking a look back at the previous names, uh, I did this uh, yesterday after we returned from a week off. Some of the previous episodes include Steve McDonald from Coronation Street, Flip Me the Bird. You discovered in Tesco that your husband is attracted to saucepans. My urine will be wild, guys. <laughs> and that's how I became drinking buddies with Nasty Nick. Um, so charitable, you wore the back feet off a dinosaur. Oh. And this morning on offer, even though I've already made my decision, we have It's a Bit Chris Waddley, Platypus Custard, oh. The Penguin, a.k.a. The Pleasure Goose. But I said it earlier <laughs> on in the show, there's only one name for the podcast today, and that is... The existence of a pleasure goose. 
Thanks again for tuning in. <laughs> stay safe, stay entertained. We'll be back tomorrow, 6am. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.